another episode of TWSS with and Nicole. Awesome. So great to have you back, Nicole. What's going on? What do you mean, have me back? <laughs> I mean, I I haven't seen you in goodness Two weeks. Yeah. He says, welcome back. What do you mean? I haven't been anywhere. In all fairness, we took a break because Zach had Valentine's with his girlfriend. And not to show this. That was why we stopped? Yeah. You had had Valentine's with your girlfriend last week. So we just decided to wait. And in all fairness, I'm single as a Pringle. Not that I'm using this platform to get a relationship. You are. But I just, you know, I ate hibachi and I let him do his thing last week. So you know what? We're back better than ever. Um, doing what we need to. Um, Zach, why don't you go ahead with our little? Uh, what platforms are we on? Awesome. So we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. Please, if you are a friend of this podcast and you want to engage with us, please follow us on those socials. They are in the show notes below. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back to TWSS. If you are new here, welcome to TWSS, a podcast about entertainment, news, debates, and theories. I'm Zach. She's Nicole. And yeah, I just think it's time to get into whatever we're going to get into. Um... In case those who've never been here don't know, I usually don't read the script before we get into these things. So often things are a surprise to me. So we're gonna see what Nicole has has in store for us. I was gonna today. say, um, so Zach, Nicole. is that the is that how it is tonight? You haven't read the script ahead of time, so you don't know what's really going on. All right. Yeah. So um, we have some miscellaneous news per usual. Um, so according to Deadline, I Am Legend sequel will revive Will Smith's Dr. Robert Neville by using the film's alternate ending in which the character survives as canon. The film is set decades after the original. Michael B. Jordan joins the cast. Is this the ending where he makes it to the... Uh... I'm going to be honest with you. The LZ with everybody. Honest, I've never seen I Am Legend. I saw the first half. I saw, okay, I, I've seen like maybe 30 minutes, but when I heard that the dog dies, I couldn't physically watch it. So I refused to, I mean, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's like probably, it, it, I'm I'm assuming other than The Walking Dead, this film kind of set the precedence for zombies. Um, Especially, I, I yeah. think it was like, yeah mid 2000s mid 2000s like early um i don't really know i did watch like a uh back to back like the original ending and then the alternate ending so i don't i didn't really watch it fully but whatever the alternate ending is maybe i think he survives like the bomb that he sets off the little uh whatever you call it um mm-hmm. but yeah so this is per, uh proceeding do you have any Yeah. Um what do you think about that? I mean Michael B. Jordan's a good pickup. Uh I can't remember what ending it is, so I'd like to kind of know. So if anyone yeah. knows, let us know. Um But yeah, I think it's it's okay. This is it's probably one of the only sequels I'm okay with making a sequel because it's been so long. Right. That I'm like, okay, if they want to make a sequel in some way, sure. I don't think it's going to be good, but 
I mean, see. you really never um, know. But you have the star power, so yeah, you never know. I as long as they don't launch off into a franchise with this, then we should Not be like good, Hollywood. Seems like it's gonna be Maybe. okay. Yeah. Um. So I mean, we'll it see. is on HBO Max, from what I've seen. I think. Don't quote me on that. I want to say like 99% sure it's on HBO Max. I And it's a film that I've been wanting to get to. I just, it's really just a dog. Like I can't watch a film where an animal dies. Like it just, it, you know, it gets to you. Honestly, that's, that's one of the driving forces right. of the movie. So I, I would try and watch it even though it right, sucks right, right. to watch, but it's actually really um, good Yeah, I'll get to it. You know me. I just take forever. Um, according to THR, How to Train Your Dragon is being adapted to a live action film. Dean DeBloy, who directed the animated trilogy, will help the project hitting theaters March 14th, 2025. And you know, the first person I had to send this to. No, Thomas. our boy Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. Thomas wasn't really into Tom, Thomas like liked it. it, like he loved it, but not as much as Daniel. Um, okay. I think this is interesting, and I know, like, I had so many thoughts on this. Um, my first thought was, I feel like, and I could be completely wrong. This is just a complete guess. I feel like Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon kind of had something to do with this, with how, like, with how they created their live action dragons. Um, this could go either really, really well, or it's going to flop. And I think with the original director on board, I think it'll go well. Um, but I think it's interesting that they're, that they're bringing this to life, especially because the, the animated, it's pro honestly, I will say this, and everyone knows I dislike animation. This is probably one of the only animated films I truly love. Like, I watched it from, I watched, like, the first two. Um, and I really liked them. I thought they were really good. I used to watch them with my campers. And I think that the animated trilogy is, is fantastic and something different. So I'm excited. Just to see, I, I want to see what they do with it, like in a trailer wise, and then kind of go from there. But um, what are your thoughts on this? I agree with you in the sense that I think after Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon, I think producers realize the technology is there in order to create right. a realistic seeming dragon. I don't know if that's the way they're going to go with this, per se, because of how many variations of dragons there are in How to Train Your Dragon and how funny yeah. they can be. But I do think it's a good time to do a live action version of it. I think if you do it well as a series or as a, as a film, it'll be I a guess, film. It will be a okay. Oh no, just as project hitting um, theaters. So and live action. I'm saying theaters is yeah, probably yeah. a film. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's a good film to adapt. I think, I think DreamWorks have been doing a lot recently. That's made me happy. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, I'm, I'm one of the major proponents of DreamWorks coming back as a major animation studio. And however they can do that with live action here, I think it's, uh, 
it's only gonna be good for everybody yeah. so we'll see i i really don't have any strong thoughts about it there's no hell no i don't want to see that because i kind of do i'm just um, there but yeah it's, it's there it's an idea that i think i, I i'm excited to see or anticipate no i agree see. Um, Ryan Seacrest to exit live with Kelly and Ryan. Mark Consuelos joins as Kelly Ripa's co-host. I didn't really have any thoughts on this. I, I, it was kind of the only thing I'll say is that I think Ryan Seacrest kind of spreads himself too thin between um, his radio talk show American Idol and this talk show. Um, so I mean, it was bound to happen, but I'm kind of interested to see mark consuelos joining since him and kelly ripa are married just kind of like a fun fact for people <laughs> anyways okay <laughs> i also just like to see zach's reactions when i say some of these things because i know he's not gonna care but it's still fun to kind of like toy with him um so this one I wasn't surprised with. Um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, which is the seventh film in the Mission Impossible franchise, recently had a test screening with the cut being over three hours long, and I've heard really great reviews on it. Comes out this summer. Um, Dead Reckoning Part 2, I want to say is either going to come out next year or 2025, but it's going to be Tom Cruise's last. Part 2 will be his last Mission Impossible film, and I think they're doing spinoffs, is what I've heard. I love Tom Cruise. That's all I'll say. I love the Mission Impossibles. I think they're fantastic. I think he's psychotic and crazy, and I'm here for it. I think it's going to be a great film. Agreed. Now, I I don't know what no, else to say. No, and I, I do. I think that. it's going to be over three hours. Like, do you, do we think it is? Hell yeah, it's going to be over three hours. Why wouldn't it be over well, three some, hours? Like they'll, they say the test screening is over three hours, but then they'll cut it down or something. But I think if people reacted well, really probably well. Probably 2.30. No, I think it'll be like. Be 2.30, 2.34. Closer to three hours. I think they might cut some things out. I really haven't heard much other than it, it did well test screening. So I think it'll be hard for them to take stuff out. But who knows? If if it had to get cut down, I disagree. I think it'll be closer to fifty. And we know how I am with numbers. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be cut no. down that much. I think I think there's potential thirty to, you know, fifteen minutes, fifteen to thirty minutes you could cut out of it and still have a decent <gasps> movie. Or they do what they're gonna do. They're probably gonna do it and keep it as three That's hours fair. since it was popular and see what else they can stuff into it to make it three twenty, three fifteen. I mean, Avatar's we just fucking three hours, Avatar, minutes. So uh, yeah, why why not? Why right, not right. Add a little bit more. You know, I mean, I just usually when they do test screenings and they have the cut ready, it's usually like they're gonna stay around that time. So I can't imagine them cutting it right. anymore, but that's just based off of what I have read in the past with all these films. Like I know Avatar 2 test screened at like three hours and 12 minutes or whatever, 15 minutes, and they kept it at that length and it tested well. So who knows? Um, according to discussing film, The Haunted Mansion revival will now take the July 28th, 2023 slot that was previously slated for the Marvels. 
has a good it has a stacked cast i have to say it's a very good cast from what i've seen i i know how we both feel differently about revivals i i think the original with eddie murphy is a classic but we haven't really uh, we haven't even seen a trailer yet so i'm curious as to what they did with this probably nothing you think it's going to be the same plot line <laughs> besides i mean why why change it unless there's a complete reason to overhaul it in some places well, i mean storyline wise they should at least update it a little bit but probably in up, up, right, update right. the jokes and yeah i don't i don't think it's going to be too far off but i also don't think it's going to be too similar to the original yeah We'll see. I'm excited because I have Jamie Lee Curtis and Winona Ryder. Two great scream queens. Um, according to Discussing Film, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis has been cast as Pleakley in the Disney Plus live action Lilo and Stitch remake. Or live action. Oh, okay. Yep. Let's talk about this. Because did you this, see this? Uh, this interested me a lot. Yes, I did. This interested me a lot. I heard, I saw a lot of hate towards. Zach Galifianakis playing Pleakley. Pleakley is such an interesting role mm-hmm. to play. Um, don't know if... Then again, it's probably going to be a CGI alien, so I don't think there's much to to uh, kind of look into, but I, I probably wouldn't have cast really for that role, if I'm being honest, yeah. I probably Maybe I'm just optimistic have. in that sense because I saw the casting and I thought it was, I was intrigued, and then I kind of thought like, okay, I I like this. Like I I maybe he's just voicing. They'll have a like you. I agree with you. Like they'll CGI. Um, I find it interesting that they announced this one first and that they didn't try and find a Stitch or a Lilo first. Yeah, they they're probably not going to reveal those until the very end. Um, to be honest, if I was the castist, I would have cast Zach as the uh, mad scientist. I forgot his name, but the one right, who right. creates Stitch. I would have cast him as that character because I feel like he could do a really good job there. Um, but yeah, I probably wouldn't have cast him as Pleakley. I would have, I definitely would have cast That's somebody fair. else. But hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe there's something in his vocal register that he could do that, and he brings something. Obviously, he brings something funny to the table. Um, I mean, castings happen for a reason. Yeah, let's be I honest. Like there, there's always a reason behind the madness. Depends, because we've definitely watched some stuff where the casting decision has been. Right. Yes, to say the least. Especially when we know who's in the running for certain films. Which films are we talking? Now I'm curious. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I I just a couple. They don't come off the tongue right now, off the mind. I'm not. I have to say, not that these compare whatsoever, but Robert Pattinson received a lot of heat for being cast as a Batman, and then he was praised for it. So it's not even close, Nicole. (laughs) I'm just saying. There's always like they can be a hit or miss. I will say this. That's. Okay, okay, but a similar a similar analysis would be Ewan McGregor's Lumiere for Beauty and the Beast. I thought he did great, you know? Right. You thought he did great. Right. I did not. But you're so also there we go. biased. Right? That, you played Lumiere. Be... And... 
of course I'm biased. Of course I'm biased. But like, this is another thing. Like, right. I enjoy Pleakley's performance in the animated show, the movie and shows. Is that going to be able to give me right. that? Who knows? Like, that's the yeah, discussion. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, do you have any more? Do you have any more thoughts on it? Any? No, just interesting costing decision. We'll see how it stacks up in time. But I will. Yeah, was I will see. go ahead? I'm a little, honestly, I'm I'm a little confused. Honestly, I'm a little confused about why there's so much hate for Zach Galifianakis. So that's what country. I was. That's yeah. the part that. I'm that's what I was gonna about. say. Um. Not to cut you off, but when I first read it, no, I, it, it kind of like jumped out at me and I was like, okay, this now intrigued me. Because you could get, honestly, like there, there probably was other actors in the running. I would like to know who was in the running for, or maybe he went for another role and they just said, maybe they saw, okay, I prefer this for this one, which happens frequently in Hollywood. Actors go out for one role and then they're asked to read for another and they're like, I see you more perfectly fit for this. So. When I saw his name in the running, because, you know, he's always been, like, the comedic relief for every film. So, it kind of sparked my curiosity. I was like, huh, okay, Zach Galifianakis, he really hasn't been in much recently. So, I'm curious as to what kind of sparked that, but it also intrigued me. So, I'm like, okay, I haven't seen him in a while. This should be a good one. But it all... uh, but I was also, again, curious as to why we didn't get other castings. Like, they're still, they put, Hawaii put out an open call, cast calling for the older sister and the surfer guy. Nani? Uh, Lani, Lani and... Um, da- yes, David. David. So they have an open casting call. I mean, I'm sure they have Lilo and Stitch cast. Maybe they, but usually you announce the leads first, which is why it was kind of... I don't know. Well, yes. Well, more like you announce the name that's going to get folks in right, the door. Right. And maybe right now, Zach might be the biggest name. And that was my have. other thought, was maybe they have two younger actors who aren't as well known. So maybe they're like, okay, if we announce Zach Galifianakis for this live action remake, it'll draw attention, which another another film just did that too. And people were asking me questions. And I said, listen, like, oh, it was a book series and they announced Blake Lively as the lead for It Ends With Us. And I said, listen, mm-hmm. like they probably announced her because she... Like, she's going to bring a lot of attention to this film. She's Blake Lively. So I understand it in that aspect. Is she suited for the role? I don't, I don't, I've never pictured her in this role, but you know, you got to give it a shot. You got to give it a chance at least. Um, Any other thoughts on any of the miscellaneous news that we discussed so far? So mm-hmm. there was a, f- a couple of DC news that came out. Um, so Aquaman and Lost Kingdom had a test screening on February 16th and supposedly huge changes to the plot and it did not screen well. Um, Mm -hmm. they said Mira is still in it, which James, I, yeah, James Wan, I, I don't know if this was a fake quote. This came out months ago. But James Wan said that he does not listen to, like, the online people. So why would he, like, 
regarding Mira being taken out. Um, but I'm not, I'm, it didn't surprise me that it didn't test well because it's, I, because it's, it's DC, it's DC. This is before Gunn came in there. Obviously there's like stuff going on. They're saying they hope want, they hope that like James Wan comes in or James Wan fixes it up. But the reviews so far have not been great. This film has already been pushed back because of the DC slate. Shazam 2 is supposed to be coming out soon. Um, which I didn't even put in. The Flash. We did get an official trailer. Did you watch it? So I have yeah. to say, this is the only tra- this is probably one of the only DC trailers I I think I texted you too when I said the Flash looks actually really good. Um mm-hmm. When Michael Keaton came out saying, I'm Batman, I did have chills. Like, I never really watched his Batman films. I Yeah, I've, I've heard. I think I've seen them, but I just don't remember. I was young. Um, I don't know. There's just, again, there's so much surrounding DC right now, especially with these last few projects that they're putting out before they reset. So, but D, but The Flash looks good. I have to admit. Um, but what, what do you think about the screening reviews and what you saw for the flash? Run the flash well, for now? both. For both. What do you think about, about the Aqu- reviews regarding Aquaman and the last king in the lost kingdom? For Aquaman, you shouldn't be surprised that it's, it was poorly screened given the facts you don't listen to people on the internet. Um, <laughs> I mean, sorry. Like, at the end of the day, yes, you shouldn't listen to the noise that's out there. But when it concerns your product, the noise out there is the people, most of the time, is the people who are going to watch your product. And if they aren't happy with the decisions you've made in order to create your product, they're probably not going to be happy about what they saw. I mean, there is obviously space for that change. You might produce a fantastic movie a la possibly the flash that changes public perception around certain individuals there's that but um honestly if you don't pay attention to the people who are telling you things you're probably not going to get a good screening that's just what you should expect um for the flash i liked the trailer um it was good i so I know we're, I feel like we've talked about this at nauseam right. about whether we're going to watch it or not. And so I'm just not going to no, get absolutely. into that fact, but I liked, I liked the trailer. I did like the trailer. I thought the trailer was, was interesting. And obviously uh, Keaton's Batman made me smile yeah. a lot. So yeah, we'll see. No, agreed. Um, and according to the DCU, the direct, um, this isn't obviously confirmed whatsoever. It's just a wild new rumor that has been going around on the internet. Can't confirm or deny this. Um, a new, a wild new rumor has indicated that Grant Gustin will reportedly replace Ezra Miller as the new DCU's The Flash in the Flash movie. No, it's too late. If that was supposed to happen, that would have happened. Well, they're saying, like, replace him as a Flash going forward. Like, he'll be the new DCU Flash. Is what I took from it. What? 
what's right. what's the point? We're probably not going to get another Flash movie for another six, seven years. Oh, you're years. nice. Like, I, I was what? saying ten. At least ten. Yeah, ten, possibly ten. Like, it's a ten-year plan, eight to ten-year plan. So, yeah. yeah, hopefully we'll see the Flash again at some point. But right now, the goal is to get this movie out and then move forward with the new right? DCU. So, what? whether it's Grant or not, it really doesn't matter. It's going to be something we talk about, you know. Yeah. Five, six, seven years down the line. No, yeah, I agree. It's not, it's not an immediate thing. So that's a dumb report. I thought it, I just thought it was interesting because I know fans have been pushing for this since the casting announcement. But we we were pushing right. for that as soon as we knew there was right, going to be right. the Flash. We were pushing for that. So this is not no. news. Like this, is in if you're talking about like in the ether, this has been a, a thing for a long, long time. So whether you're adding weight to it and saying it's actually right. a possibility or you're trying to galvanize the fans who wanted Grant Gustin to play The Flash moving from the CW show into the live actions, you're obviously going to get hits. But whether it's true or not is is the point that I'm stuck on. And right now, it doesn't matter because we're not going to get another Flash movie for another decade, if that. So what's the point in talking You know what's really a really cute swan song though for this which I just I read this like a week ago and I just thought it was a cute fun fact um when the Flash TV series premiered it was the same I think month or year that Ezra Miller was announced as um the Flash and then now the final season of the Flash TV show will premiere the same month or year as the film coming out so it was just it it just kind of gives you like an, an inside look as to how long this film has been in the works and how long he's been the both of them have been the flash. I just thought it was a cute little quirky fun fact I found. Anyways. <laughs> um a little bit of Marvel news. <clears throat> um so supposedly the production, uh, according to MCU Direct. The production of Shang-Chi 2 will begin in spring 2024. Um, there's been no announcements from Marvel Studios, but with Comic-Con this year, it could be an announcement, but that's just what's kind of going around the around the bend, around Twitter. Do people want another oh, yeah. Shang-Chi movie? Yeah. He wants it. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, of course he wants it. Oh, no, like, honestly. I don't really care about whether but he wants some saying. Shang-Chi, I think I said this like two years ago when it came out or a year ago. Yeah, two years ago. It became one of my top 10 films. Like, it is, it's fantastic. Oh, no, it's great. Um, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised because they haven't really even announced the, they've announced, so full phase five announced. Two movies in Phase Six announced, or three, three including the Fantastic Four. Um, won't be surprised if this film obviously comes out with Phase Six. They would Phase Six starts filming, I think, twenty twenty four. So, who knows? Can't say for certain. A little fun fact about it. So we'll see. We'll see when it comes to the summer. I'm going to be very patient this year. That is my new mantra: patience. I see the doubt. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking Do about people want it. Whether the world wants it. Um, 
especially after recent comments and backlash and over that what? Sort. So towards Simu Lee. Oh, I haven't seen it. He said some crazy shit. Was it shit. because of the basketball game? <laughs> um, I can't remember I what it was about, but he said some pr- uh, crazy shit f- at least a uh, year or two ago. So I have. I honestly like, don't remember if whatever he said. Um, so I found this interesting because so Fantastic Four casting will focus on Sue Storm first and cast everyone around her, which our guess was going to be Reed Richards and then cast around him. But I think this is interesting. One <clears throat> giant leap from mankind. Like, this is a good thing because it's about yeah. time that we we start franchises off from the woman's perspective. So we'll we'll see where this goes. I think it's going to be a lot more interesting because... Everyone's on the train of looking for Reed Richards. It'd be nice for us to start looking to see who Sue Storm might be. And then obviously, if we're talking chemistry right. and everything like that, who's a good partner to play off of Sue Storm, which I think is a a more... Is, is really the discussion we were having when we were trying to fan cast yeah. this movie ourselves a few years ago. Who do you cast... To be Sue Storm and Mr. Fantastic, and really that being the linchpin of the whole movie, because your Sue Storm has some incredible facets about mm-hmm. her character that need to be displayed, and then you can hopefully find a Reed Richards to fit around that, which I think is going to be a lot more interesting to fans than casting a Reed Richards and then fan casting a. Honestly, I love it. When I saw this, I think it's, well, especially because they're, uh, from what I've read, they're trying to make it a Sue-centric story for Fantastic Four, which I I think her character is one of the most interesting female superheroes in Marvel. Um, But I also, I, I love Reed Richards as well. Like, I love, I love their background story. Like, I love the Fantastic Four, how they get their abilities. Um, how they fight as a team, like they are the first family. So to center it around Sue Storm, I I don't have anything else to say other than it's. I think it's a good idea. See who they cast first, and then kind of lead into that, like you said. Um, not that this ha- means anything, but I know that di- I've seen that the director has met with Mila Kunis over coffee, and so people are reading into that. As she's going to be Sue Storm and people have already started saying that they can see it. They love her as an actress. It's about time that she got back into a leading role like this. Um, She was fantastic and the luckiest girl alive last year. Loved her. Um, I think Mila Kunis has a fantastic range. So, but, you know, whoever they cast, obviously the casting director for Marvel always has great always had a, has a great choice always picks well so i guess we'll start to see they're casting this month they're going through the, the casting per se so i guess it's just all about timing and waiting to see um they said we'll get news soon so i'm assuming i i think feige said that they won't or maybe not feige but somebody said that they won't announce it till this summer so 
wouldn't be surprised. Dave's done that multiple times. So just excited that we finally are getting some updates on this. The Marvels has been pushed back from July 28th, 2023 release to November 10th, 2023. And fans are excited about this because then it separates out each project. Um, Feige announced that they're going to give more time and more focus to each of these projects. So with Guardians coming out in May, uh, along with Secret Invasion and then Loki in the summer, they're going to give more focus to each project and not kind of bring them all on top of each other. Sounds good. I agree. And um, I know you have not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania yet. Um, yes. I'm going to give a non-spoiler review real quick, if you're okay with that. Um, sure. I've literally been... This is like the ver- one of the only Marvel films I've had to sit on for the last like five days since I saw it. Um, I've been going back and forth between a 7 and an 8 out of 10, but I feel more justified giving it a 7 out of 10. Um, it was great, not good. It was, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't fantastic, but it was definitely, like, obviously Kang is the main villain in the story. Um, it feels like it should have been a Kang solo film. Like, it should have been just his story. Um, obviously, not giving any spoilers, we learn a lot more about Janet's time down there, which I, which we assumed going into the film, we would learn more about, like, what she did, how she survived. Um, there was a few co- questionable moments for me. It was, it was, it was funny. I laughed at a good amount of scenes. Um... There were certain scenes that I could have done without. There were certain backstories that kind of just took up too much time for me. Um, longest Ant-Man film with two hours and six minutes. Uh, Cassie and Scott, great chemistry. That's all I can really say without giving away spoilers, but 7 out of 10. Um... wasn't amazing but they did good i i think for like a so for a solo film for ant-man it was still great um they they bring a good light to the situation and um but there was nothing really at stake for me so i couldn't really like i kept trying to figure out like okay what's really at stake here but it was more of just like okay like da 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 get it done but yeah that's basically my 30 second to minute review. But we'll do a more spoiler review after Zach sees it. Curious, I, I'm genuinely curious as to what you think of it going in because it is the first movie of Phase 5. Um, kind of sets the tone. I do have to say, Jonathan Majors kills it. There was a couple, there was a couple times where I kind of sat there and I was like, oh shit. Okay. Like he he has a menacing like he just kind of takes over the room. He's very menacing, fantastic. Like you're like, "Oh, like the, I can't even explain it, but there was a I know, I know." 
I'm just excited for you to see him. That's all. I just want you to see him as Kang. <laughs> I will. I I plan to. Um, but any other um any final thoughts? Anything that we've discussed tonight that you want to embellish on or discuss further? No final thoughts. Ready to wrap it up. All right, take us home. Awesome. Well, that was another episode of TWSS with Zach. And we will see you next time.